0: Two of Washington's top three targets to be head coach are off the board, but it's not time to panic yet. And we've got Kay Adams on this episode of Locked On Commanders.
1: Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Welcome to this episode of Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day thanks so much for making locked on commanders your first listen of the day every day and don't forget that you can subscribe for free on youtube or wherever you're getting your podcast and you can continue this conversation with me by becoming a locked on commanders insider become a locked on commanders insider go to join subtext.com slash locked on commanders and from there you'll get text messages from me you can send them to me we'll discuss news ideas media events exclusive content all kinds of craziness going on -on one-on-one with me via text message, no timelines, no apps, no hashtags, just straight from me to you and you to me, go to joinsubtext.com subtext.com slash locked on commanders. To get in on that today, I'm David Harrison, credential member of the media covering the Washington Commanders for CommanderCountry.com, a part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation here with you every Monday through Friday, along with our everydayers. And as always, everydayers, I greatly appreciate your continued support for the program. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more new customers. Right now, you get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started Today. On today's episode of Locked On Commanders, we're going to discuss some wild card coaching ideas being circulated. And we are going to be joined by Kay Adams of Up and Adams to discuss what's going on with Washington and her new project with PNG Battle of the Paddles, which she's hosting this Super Bowl week. But first, Adam Schefter told us not to assume that Ben Johnson was going to the Washington Commanders or that it was a done deal, despite what some people were reporting. And it wasn't. In fact, Nothing about Ben Johnson leaving the Detroit Lions was a done deal because he hadn't made up his mind to leave the Detroit Lions. In fact, he decided he's going to be staying with the Detroit Lions. That news breaking Tuesday as the Washington Commanders brass was in the air on their way to Detroit to interview him and Aaron Glenn. They still went to Detroit. They still interviewed Aaron Glenn. They also interviewed Dan Quinn. On Tuesday and Bobby Slowick is also going back to his team. He is staying with the Houston Texans. He gets a new deal a little bit of a pay raise I'm sure to stay the offensive coordinator for the Houston Texans in 2024, and perhaps beyond so this puts Washington in a turbulent time but it's not tragic. Yet, And a lot of people, not say a lot of people, but at least some people, very vocal population of Commanders fans, certainly hitting the panic button right now, but it's not time to panic. First of all, let's talk about this Ben Johnson decision to return to the Detroit Lions, right? Why did he go back? Well, if you believe the the reports and the plethora of tweets coming from one Adam Schefter, uh, which is probably uh, his agent, you know Ben Johnson's agent, making sure that the right spin is put on this whole thing, it's about loyalty. It's about winning a Super Bowl, right? The Detroit Lions have put something together that a lot of people didn't expect them to put together, at least uh, not to this extent. Especially with quarterback Jared Goff. In fact, it wasn't that long ago that some people were starting to rumble. Maybe Dan Campbell's job uh, security wasn't all that solid. Now. Not only do they have one of the better teams in the NFC, uh, they were arguably a couple of decisions away from going to the Super Bowl themselves, but they've got Jared Goff chance happening in the stadium. And uh, I can tell you firsthand, getting to cover the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, divisional round game against the Detroit Lions, that city is electric. They are in love with these Detroit Lions. They got Eminem in the stands on the TV screens, doing all of his stuff, flipping off San Francisco 49ers fans. It's just a generally good time in Detroit. And to be quite honest with you, a a Super Bowl winning offensive coordinator is going to make a little bit more money than a non Super Bowl winning offensive coordinator, and that kind of brings up the other part of this conversation, which could be money. There are also reports that Ben Johnson had a figure in mind that he wanted from whatever team hired him as a head coach, and the Washington Commanders, maybe the Seattle Seahawks. Who knows uh, if the Seattle Seahawks were ever truly in the running? I don't know. Uh, but whatever it is, the team or teams that Ben Johnson was willing to potentially join weren't willing to pay him what he was asking, what he felt like he was worth. Uh, and so that kind of killed the deal altogether. So Ben Johnson made the smart decision from a PR standpoint to pull out of the conversation versus go through the interviews and then have a team decide, no, we're not going to go with you. We're going to go a different way, which obviously uh, hurts his standing uh, just a little bit, at least in the public eye, right? He goes from being the, the slam dunk number one candidate and all this stuff. And then if everybody passes on you to hire other guys, well now everybody starts to question why they thought you were the number one guy in the first place. So could it be about money? Sure, could it be about loyalty? Certainly, could it be about winning a Super Bowl? Absolutely, it could be about all three of those things—one of them, or two of them, or it could be about none of them. Maybe he just doesn't like the color of burgundy and said, "You know what? I'm not going to work for you." Uh, but I also don't want to go to Seattle. I don't know what it is. At the end of the day, Ben Johnson made the best decision for him. He made the best decision for his family, and really, as uh, as any you know man or woman out there can do, that is the best you can do. So. The fact that Washington was in the air has rubbed some people the wrong way. Say Ben Johnson should have told them uh, this before they took off and all these other things. And certainly uh, if you're in the air, right, prepping for interviews and you're on your way to Detroit to do this, certainly you probably feel that way. But look, at the end of the day, man, if you've ever been faced with a critical, life-changing decision, uh, you don't want to be rushed into that decision. You don't want to be told to make that decision uh, before you're ready to. So personally, I'm not going to hold that against Ben Johnson. Whether or not Josh Harris holds it against him, you know that's that's to be told uh, or to be seen. Whether or not any of the other owners around the league look at that and kind of say, "Ah, eh, you know what?" To me, this isn't a Josh McDaniel situation. If you remember, Josh McDaniel accepted the Indianapolis Colts position. He had hired some assistant coaches, position coaches, things like that. They had quit their other jobs, moved to Indianapolis, and then he was like, "You know what? I'm not coming. I'm not going to do this." To me, that is much, much, much worse uh, than than what Ben Johnson did. The Washington Commanders still landed in Detroit. They still interviewed Aaron Glenn, so they still got value out of the trip. They also interviewed Dan Quinn on Tuesday as well. So the Washington commanders current schedule of head coaching interviews is complete. They have all the information that they need to gather as of right now. Anyway, from what we know, um, and potentially could still make a decision. Now, as Ben Johnson came off the board, that really only left Houston Texans offensive coordinator, Bobby Slowick as the lone remaining offensive minded head coach candidate for the Washington commanders to pursue. Well, not long after Ben Johnson decided he was returning to Detroit, Bobby Slowick inked a new deal with Houston Texans. I'm going to assume he got a very nice pay raise, and he will be staying the offensive coordinator of the Houston Texans. Not long after after that, quarterback coach for the Houston Texans, Gerard Johnson, also telling telling teams that had interviewed him for their open offensive coordinator positions that he would be staying in Houston. And to me, this reads of a couple of things. One, the ripple effect of the Houston Texans keeping both these coaches is as the Washington Commanders are faced with most likely or almost assuredly having to hire a defensive mind head coach, which personally I don't have an issue with. I know some people do, and that's fine. But he was obviously going to need an offensive coordinator, Gerard Johnson, quarterback coach of the Houston Texans, working under Bobby Slowick, working under D'Amico Rhines. Now, obviously, he's got a little bit of that 49ers juice in him. So he was going to be an attractive option. I was actually planning to do this episode bringing up Gerard Johnson as a possible, uh, offensive coordinator candidate if one of these defensive coaches is hired. So that news completely uh, derailed that part of the show before we even got to lay it down. That's how fast news happens in the NFL. Sometimes look, the pool of offensive coordinators is starting to to slim, right? On yesterday's episode, we broke down what a potential Ben Johnson staff might look like what a potential Mike McDonald staff might look like. And I told you guys, looking at what the potential staff might look like from available pool of coordinators on the defensive side of the ball. I was actually more excited now to have an offensive, offensive minded coach in Ben Johnson, more so because you bring the Ben Johnson offense and you have this, this really good pool of potential defensive coordinators over here waiting to be hired. Whereas you bring in a defensive head coach, he runs his system and you have a less exciting pool of offensive coordinator candidates to bring. in now with Gerard Johnson off that list as well it gets a little bit more shallow. So things are what they are for the Washington Commanders. But again, like I said, it's not panic time because there are still options. There are still things they can do. Uh, the remaining candidates that they've had these interviews with, these in-person interviews, Mike McDonald, who has been my number one. He's still my number one. And right now, I think he's pretty much everybody's number one after what's happened on Tuesday. Aaron Glenn, the Lions defense coordinator. Anthony Weaver, uh, Baltimore Ravens assistant head coach and defensive line coach. And then Dan Quinn. The Dallas Cowboys defensive coach uh, is my fourth candidate of those four guys. Wow. So what was once a rich pool of candidates is suddenly much thinner after Tuesday. But what if there's an older fish still swimming around the pond looking to be plucked out? Kay Adams of Up and Adams joins us next to discuss everything going on with the commanders and her top target that she says Washington should be pursuing. That's coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. Today's episode of Locked On Commanders is brought to you by eBay Motors. And eBay Motors has everything that you need to maintain your vehicle, but also to level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether it's speed you're looking for, power or style eBay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You will always find exactly what you're looking for, for your vehicle. And with eBay's guaranteed fit. Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with eBay motors, you're going to be burning rubber. You're not going to be burning cash with all the parts that you need at the prices that you want. It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win eligible items only keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com exclusions apply ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers
1: is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the lombardi trophy either way join keith sanchez and damian parson for mock draft monday on the locked on nfl draft podcast
0: Thanks again for being a Locked On Commanders, your first listener, your first view today and every day, every day. Thanks for coming through on a regular basis like you do. Make sure you come back tomorrow. Today was supposed to be mailbag day. Because of everything going on on Tuesday, we're going to do our mailbag on Thursday. So the news is if you need to get a question in, you've got time to do so. Drop those in the YouTube comment sections or text me directly. Join subtext.com slash Locked On Commanders to get your question in before Thursday's recording or Wednesday's recording of Thursday's episode, which will be a mailbag unless the coaching search takes even more twists. And then we have to push it back even more. We will eventually have a mailbag, but locked on has also launched the first ever national sports 24 seven streaming channel on YouTube. So check out lock, check out locked on sports today here for you 24 seven covering the top sports stories of the day with your local experts of locked on. Plus our national shows covering every single league, go to locked on sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 seven streaming channel. Now, my conversation with Kay Adams of Up and Adams about her new project with P&G, where she will be hosting this year's Battle of the Paddles. We talk about that and we talk about everything going on with the Washington Commanders Coaching Search right now all right Kay, thanks for joining us today I uh, hope you've been well I know you've been busy you're always busy you're gonna be even busier come Super Bowl week not just preparing for the Ravens not the Ravens the Chiefs and the 49ers to face ah, off but
2: you said you're it. also you said it, I did it's that that's my own
0: that's my own personal pick shining through there already early on to start this off but you're hosting the second battle of the paddles for Png uh obviously it was it was a big success last year so what made you want to get involved in it this year?
2: You know, last year I brought up in Adams for the first time to Super Bowl to Radio Row and I had guys like Christian McCaffrey, um, Buddha Baker stop by the show and they were just like, we we, we have this we have this PNG table tennis thing tonight and they were like, weirdly trash talking each other and there was a lot of like this going on and I was like, What? Is happening. I want to be a part of this. And I have a great relationship with PNG. They have amazing brands. The ones we all know, Tide, Gillette, Head and Shoulders, Old Spice. Those are the official locker room products of the NFL. So all these guys use these products and they're like part of our, you know, NFL family. Um, so for them to put together a, a thing where they can trash talk each other and have bragging rights online for round two. I'm in. I'm going to be there live hosting it. I'll be interviewing some of the players and everybody can watch live, by the way. So it's February 7th. It starts at 8 p.m. Eastern and it is on um, Overtime Season's YouTube page. So we're going to have some incredible overtime talent joining me as well. I cannot wait to work with them.
0: Absolutely. So Erican, tune into that. It's gonna be a really fun time. And I can attest to i and be in the locker room. Those guys love to compete, not just on the they football field. I mean, Madden, 2K, uh, I don't know, cornhole, beanbag toss, whatever people call it. <laughs> uh ping pong, obviously. Yeah, competition is always fun for these guys. Um, who are you most looking forward to seeing compete? Or if you had your dream matchup of any two players, uh past or present, in fact, that you could see compete in this thing, who would you wanna see out there?
2: Ooh, it's a great question. So we will have guys like Trevor Lawrence. That'll be so fun. Trent Taylor is playing and he was incredible last year, like a whiz. So I can't wait to see if he, was it like, now everybody has him circled, you know, he's the hunted. So we'll see how he does. I will say my favorite matchup so far is Saquon Barkley because he's a crazy competitor, but he's more quiet. Up against Jamal Williams, who's a crazy competitor, but he likes to talk and he's fun. (laughs) And so two running backs sort of going at it. We'll see who has the advantage there with two very different approaches and demeanors too, which I can't wait
0: Yeah, I need to see if Jamal, can Jamal Williams get Saquon to, to chirp a little bit? Like, he, like you're right, he's, he's a very reserved dude, so I want to see if Jamal, that'll be that'll be a really fun match. Dude, I, think that's my job.
2: I think my job is to go get, you know, Saquon worked up, and I think i think i
0: <laughs> There you go. So, uh, while you're also, or while Las Vegas is hosting the PNG Battle of the Paddles uh, for the Super Bowl, I'm busy covering the Washington Commanders and how they can get to this final week of the NFL season, maybe next year, the year after, however long. This process is going to take part of that equation is obviously the head coaching hire that they're going to make soon, hopefully, this week. On Tuesday, though, actually, shortly before we met to, to talk, uh, we learned that Ben Johnson is going to be returning to the Detroit Lions, presumably to pursue Super Bowl opportunities with the Lions. I got oh so close yeah. this year. Some people say yeah. it's about money, it could be about that. What do you make of the news that Ben Johnson is going back uh, to the Lions? Two years now, he's been a head coaching candidate and presumably going to get offered jobs, but he decides to return.
2: Yeah, I think it says a lot about Dan Campbell, and I think Dan mm-hmm. Campbell has a lot of gravitas. Do I think he had called a perfect game? Did he make you know a couple of controversial calls that were objectively not the right decision to make? Sure, I, I believe that. But the reason this team will compete and the reason this team will pick up next year, though they'll, they'll be hunted and have the target on their back, is because of him. Because for so long, the city of Detroit, this team, this franchise. Has needed that kind of a leader. It's been absent. It's the thing they've had. A Stafford went ahead and won the Super Bowl. He won the. He he did his thing. You had the best player in Megatron. You've had greatness at different positions, but you were never able to put it all together because the leadership has not been there with the timing. They have that, and so I think it says a lot about Dan Campbell. Retaining a staff is the hardest thing to do when you're successful and winning. It's the look at the McVeigh tree. It's plucked you know, each and every way and shaken down. Same thing with the McVeigh, with um, Shanahan's. This mm-hmm. is a, just a testament to Dan Campbell and what they are not folding over and crying about losing what they're building in Detroit.
0: No, that's an amazing take. And, and I wonder, too, and I know some other people have wondered about this publicly. Could this could this be a start? Like a Ben Johnson kind of be the trailblazer for coordinators, opting to stay with teams. I mean, the ultimate goal here, Kay, right, is is win a Super Bowl. That's everybody's goal, whether you're an equipment guy, whether you're the head coach, whether you're an assistant coach on the staff, like, that's that's the objective from the beginning of the season to the end and Ben Johnson deciding, you know, we're really close. I want to stay here and try to win that ring, get that Lombardi for the city of Detroit before I go take my own personal uh, opportunities. I mean, you mentioned Christian McCaffrey earlier here was, I don't know if he was the first, but I know he was one of the earlier ones to opt out of a bowl game to protect his draft status. Like, could Ben Johnson be setting a trail here that others will follow in the years?
2: I would be surprised, but I think it's, I, I don't think every NFL head coach is Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think every vibe is what's going on in Detroit. I think that what you're saying would take away from the special nature of what's happening and also go against human competitive nature of the guys yep. who want to run the show. I think it's very, if you're, if, if you are dangled with the opportunity of taking a head coaching job, that is a That is something that nine out of 10 people are going to go for. So I'd be surprised if that became a trend. But in a beautiful world, being Tom Brady, taking less money so your team can build around a salary cap is a beautiful way to succeed. Yes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think and I think you may you make a good point there. I mean, Dave Canales, one year offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, decides to jump ship, take that job with the Carolina Panthers. Like you and said, you there's only three, two of those that, jobs,
2: right? Even if people, even if, you know, there's, there's coordinators that are better. I, I could name them. I won't. There's no point. But there's mm-hmm. people who are better as coordinators than head coaches. But that doesn't mean they are not going to take the job if you offer it to them. Why wouldn't they take the job? Why wouldn't they want to? Fulfill their potential or have that top gig. It's about the the leadership and the ownership and making that call. I, as far as Washington's concerned, what is the news breaking that Belichick is the head coach today or tomorrow? Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, Good obviously, talk. I mean, Bill Belichick's name is is obviously going to be coming up again. But Bobby Slowick is in the mix. Mike McDonald right. is in the mix. Aaron right. also miss Dan Campbell, Anthony Weaver. So, I mean, those K. I mean, outside of Bill Belichick, obviously, what that name brings to the conversation, those five are kind of the top five for, for most of us around Washington right now. But do you have like a top two or three when you look at some of these, some of these coaches that could be first time guys or Dan Quinn getting another opportunity?
2: Sure. I would love to see Dan Quinn get it. I mean, all those, all those guys have their pluses, but I can't, I think they're in a different bucket than Bill Belichick. I just do. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine the reason the commanders would not want to go after Bill unless is he not interested in them? Mm -hmm. Is there, I can't imagine that even just the history of the team, the city, the like he, like that seems alluring to, to coach Belichick. I don't know. It is mind. It's bewildering to me that he does not have a job. I understand there's a lot of things that can take away from his legacy, but when you are a, a team wanting to build, wanting to sell seats, wanting to whatever, bringing in the sort of um, stability that you know can happen with Bill Belichick seems like a, Seems like something that might be really intriguing for them on both sides, or like you—you know—the first question I'd ask any of these dudes if they came across my desk, if I'm that ownership group, is, "How are you fixing the offensive line? Next, yeah. how are you fixing the offensive line? How are you protecting my quarterback? Because that to me was the biggest bummer as a fan of Sam Howell and a fan of this team, wanting them to—to to, you know, live up. The vibes are changing. I was there in August, David. I loved it. I—I—I yeah. w- I w- I wanted it to happen, and I still do. Yeah."
0: No, I remember the day you were there. It was electric and the fans were excited and, and everybody was excited. The vibe was, was very, very good. And yeah, unfortunately, it didn't last the entirety uh, of the season. Kay Adams hosting the PNG Battle of the Paddle. Second year they're doing that. This year it's in Las Vegas. Make sure you check that out live. Kay, appreciate your time. David, thank you. Kay brought up a name in the coaching search that we have not been talking about, but other people have been talking about. We're going to talk about it real quick here on today's episode of Locked On Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Today's episode of Locked On Commanders is brought to you by FanDuel. And if you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about the scoring, the best seat on the couch. It's about grabbing your favorite football snacks and placing some super bets. Everything about it, the game, the commercials, the food, it's all a win for me. And FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a win as well or two, or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which player will score a touchdown, which players will score touchdowns, how many points are going to be scored, so much more new customers join today, and you will get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more win. So bet on your Super Bowl favorite. If they win, you win that bet and you get $200 in bonus bets. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up today. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports book partner of the NFL. Wrapping up today's episode of Locked On Commanders, again, big shout out to Kay Adams for joining us here on today's episode, talking all things Washington Commanders, coaching searches, and she brought up a name that she's not the first to bring it up. She's not the only one to bring it up. She's not the last one's going to bring it up. She brought up Bill Belichick, but Bill Belichick is not a guy that we've really talked about. On this show. Why? Well, because up front, it's not happening. Like at the end of the day, uh, the team has shown no interest in Bill Belichick. Nobody's had any wins of it coming out of the organization that's local to the organization or is uh, plugged in the organization. So it's just not going to be a thing. Um, certainly makes sense to a certain extent. You can't argue with the history of of of, of wins and, and Super Bowls and all that stuff. But the impression, and he went, I can't speak for Bill and I'm not plugged in his camp, so I can't tell you for sure. But the impression anyways, that Bill Belichick wants the same amount of control he had in New England, which control the roster, control the draft, control of all that stuff. Uh, and Josh Harris very clearly is not into that method of, of doing things. He brought in Adam Peters, who comes from San Francisco, who has a history of working together as a unit. Uh, it's many minds working together, pulling in the same direction, not one mind uh, doing everything and everybody else having to make good with whatever that one mind uh, brings up. But the idea of a retread is not necessarily the worst thing. In the world, when you look at Dan Quinn, something I want to talk about here to kind of end today's episode is, you know, I get the retread thing. Believe me, I'm on board. I mean, Dan Quinn's my number four uh, guy on the list out of four. You know what I mean? So it, obviously, I'm not exactly, you know, championing Dan Quinn here in this situation. But I do want to make something clear um, just because, you know, Dan is, is obviously a very effective coach. He, he's, he's brought the Dallas Cowboys defense to life over the last couple of years. Um, But when he was with Atlanta, like there are some things that didn't work out in Atlanta, obviously, and, and he ends up getting fired, you know, for a reason. But I talked to people who covered the Atlanta Falcons while Dan was there and still cover the Atlanta Falcons, talk to people inside the Falcons organization on a daily basis like I do in Washington. And they all have nothing but great things to say about Dan, Dan Quinn, about how he manages people, how he communicates, how he runs a good organization, him as a person like Dan Quinn you know, it, again, I, I get the, the desire to not have a retread, but if you're going to have a retread, Dan Quinn is, you know, he it's just listening to people who talk about him. He's one of the guys that you would enjoy potentially having in there. Now, you know how much he's learned from his past experiences and what ultimately led to the failures in Atlanta and all that stuff and what he's been around in Dallas. I don't know. I can't tell you that. That would be something that we obviously evaluate, but uh, you know, As retreads go, Dan Quinn is probably one of the better, if not the best retread out there. So just kind of throwing that out there again, I'm not advocating for him. He's number four on my list, you know, as well. So I'm not, you know, necessarily trying to say, Hey, you know, he's the number one guy all of a sudden, but just saying that I think his hiring, you know, if it's Mike McDonald, if it's Aaron Glenn, if it's Anthony Weaver, I think everybody's gonna be able to find at least some reason to get excited about it. Right. I think right now, Mike McDonald is pretty much at the top of the list, but I think if, you know, if it's, if it's one of those other guys, Everybody's going to have a reason to try to get excited. Dan Quinn, I feel like, is the only one that you guys, Commander's fans specifically, are not going to get excited about. But again, you know, just because you have a retread coach uh, in Ron Rivera and it didn't work out doesn't necessarily mean it won't work out with Dan Quinn. That's all I'm saying. So I'm saying. Uh, you know, Bruce Arians, uh, I know that he had taken a team to a Super Bowl and all this, but Bruce Arians. Like he was a retread quarterback or quarterback head coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And not only was he able to 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 lure Tom Brady away from New England and and help with all that stuff, but he was also able to establish a roster and everything. I mean, that team has been to the playoffs three years running, one division, uh, three years running. So, you know, it is what it is. I know the NFC South's not the, the toughest division in the NFL, but the success is still the success. What about Eric Bienimi? That's a name we haven't talked too much about lately. Uh, Scott Abraham of ABC7, a good buddy of mine, actually brought up Eric Bieniemy as an option or a potential option for a new defensive minded head coach, which it looks like the Washington Commanders are going to have to hire uh, to keep as office coordinator for at least one more year. Um, he's got some familiarity with the roster. Obviously, he's, he's been around the building, uh, so he knows that kind of things. And when you look at the pool of potential office coordinators, unless this new head coach comes in. Just with a guy in mind, hey, I love this dude. I want to bring him in. Uh, I'm still kind of holding out hope, even though I don't think it's very likely that maybe Hank Fraley, the offensive line coach for the Detroit Lions, is maybe not as into the Detroit Lions situation. Like, I know he was supposed to go with Ben Johnson to be his offensive coordinator. Maybe he's not too keen on not moving up to offensive coordinator uh, this season. So maybe he does come over and becomes the OC for whoever the defensive minded head coach is uh, for Washington. I don't know, but. Brought up the idea of Eric Biannimi being uh, the new offensive or staying offensive coordinator for whoever the new head coach is. Um, It's definitely an interesting idea. You know, Eric Biannimi, again, he's got kind of a reputation. It's been kind of confirmed this season about not really being too, um, you know, amenable, not being too flexible to bend to other people's uh, desires and wishes. So how that would work out with this new coaching staff and with general manager Adam Peters, that would certainly be interesting to see. I like Eric. Like I said, I told you guys. I like Eric a lot. I do think he needs to maybe kind of flex a little bit uh, and understand, especially if he's working with a young quarterback, that you can't just throw a young quarterback out there, man, and and having him throw the ball 40 you know, forty times a, a game on as your game plan, right? Like if that's how the game flow goes because defense ain't stopping nothing, all right, you know what I mean? But that being your game plan and games that you're leading in or you're competing in, I just, I just can't get down with it. So, you know, you would love to see some changes there. But who knows if it would happen or not unless he gets the opportunity. So Eric, the enemy's name. Certainly a name to watch as the offensive coordinator, potentially, depending on who the next coaching hire is. So a lot of coaching news happening, a lot of coaching speculation happening. We are going to continue monitoring all of it coming up tomorrow. We are going to try to have our mailbag again outside of another day like Tuesday. We will have our mailbag. So if you've got more questions, you want to submit to that again. If I can't get them into this show, we've always gotten more mailbags coming up. So throw them in there, even if you don't think they can necessarily get in for tomorrow. Drop them in the YouTube comment section or text me directly as a lock insider by going to subtext.com slash locked on commanders. Got some new ones this week already. Appreciate the new ones for coming through and giving that a chance. Don't forget, locked on has also launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on YouTube. If you want to catch the rest of the Kay Adams interview that I had with her, catch locked on NFL on Friday. She's talking Super Bowl with me over there. Until we speak again. Thank you for making me a part of your day, part of your routine. And until the next episode, please be safe, be kind, and I'll see you next time for another episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.